Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Chelsea James with us. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you all? Fantastic. Wonderful. Good. Thanks for joining so, us today. Yes. Thanks for having me. So tell all our Crazy Women Country fans, who is Chelsea James? Oh, goodness. Well, um... That's an interesting question. <laughs> no, I, so I'm from Missouri. I'm from Southern Missouri. So, you know, um, I grew up on a farm. I, I never had any intentions of singing like as a child or really a young, uh, you know, teenager. It was something I kind of discovered later in life than most people do. It was kind of like something I discovered in college. I really didn't even know I could sing. So, um, yeah, grew up in Southern Missouri on a farm. So I'm like a country girl at heart anyway. Of course, I grew up on country music. Um, but um, I still actually live on a farm now today. So true, true country girl. But yeah, you know, I, my friends actually discovered for me that I could sing in college and <laughs> forced me to go to karaoke bars. And um, I hated every second of it because I was terrified and didn't know what I was doing. And eventually I joined a cover band and kind of decided, Oh, I think this is what I'm meant to do. And so I thought maybe I should write my own music. And so I got started into writing my own music and um, it was just, it was like this random discovery of, Oh, well, this is what I'm meant to do in life. I don't know if, you know, I feel like most people know that from a much younger age, but it just kind of had to like hit me like a bolt of lightning for me to realize that's what I was supposed to do. So yeah, I, I live in Missouri and I, well, I say that I, I, I half live in Missouri. I'm in Nashville all the time working, but um, you know, when I'm home, I'm just here with my husband and my two pups and our cows and our horses and just live the simple life. So. That sounds perfect. That sounds perfect. It's wonderful. I love that. Not, I love how you said that, that, you know, not everyone does know what they want to be when they grow up, so to speak. So yeah, it's, it's all good. I think we can always reinvent ourselves at any age. So. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. Definitely. I love that. I love that. Perfect. So tell us, you have a new single coming out. Tell us all about this new single. Yes. So the new single is called must have been drunk and I don't know. You've probably seen those memes on social media before that say like, oh, when you look back at past relationships and think, oh, was I drunk the entire time? I don't know if you've seen memes like that on social media before, but that's kind of what the song is about, really. It's about, I mean, the tagline of the song is, I must have been drunk when I fell in love with you. Um, You know, it's not your typical sad country breakup song, and that's you know, really why I like it. Cause I, I'm kind of like one of those like fiery independent don't need no man kind of woman. So I tend to like shy away a little bit from the really sad breakup songs. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's why I love this because 
it, it is a breakup song, yet it's fun. It's kind of funny, and you can jam out to it. Um, it's a really fun, just true country summer song. So I'm really excited about it. It comes out June 18th, so just like 11 days. So I'm super excited. There's, I have links to pre-order it on all my socials and everything, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm going to shoot a music video, too, for it. So um, we're actually shooting that this weekend on the lake. So it's it's going to be fun release. I'm excited. That's going to be awesome. So when you started writing, do you, did you write start with, like, the lyrics in that one? Or did you kind of do the melody as you were doing the lyrics? Or what's your so, process? So, I, you know, it's different for every song, I will say that. For this song in particular, Cole Phillips, my co-writer – we had a write scheduled and I show up and he's like, I have this perfect tagline. And he saying that must've been drunk when I fell in love with you. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's going to be perfect. Cause like I said, you know, it, I mean, we all have experiences in our past of like terrible relationships. And <laughs> so I, you know, I have plenty of that to write about. So, um, you know, he had this, he had this melody for that part of the chorus and then, we just, we started thinking of, um, okay, let's think of like some fun um, drinking sayings or whatever that we could like kind of tie in with a breakup. And so that's what we did. So it's a really clever, catchy song. And um, the melody just kind of, I mean, especially when you get there and your writer has like this perfect line and melody of a song, it makes it pretty easy. He's just a genius. So um <laughs> It was just super fun to write. But yeah, every song's different. Sometimes I just have a melody and I have no words. And I'm just like, what is this? And then like six months later, some lyrics will come to me. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, I knew it was in my brain for a reason. So yeah. <laughs> this is why. So who are some of the uh, women that have inspired you to do music that kind of got you to that point? I mean, I, we know that obviously you didn't discover this until, you know, but who were some of the women that inspired you in general? Cause did you listen to a lot of music growing up and things like that? And yeah. So my parents, I mean, all that ever played in the car was country music when I was growing up and, you know, I was born in the early nineties. So all those women, you know, Faith Hill, Martina McBride, I knew every single one of their songs. And, um, you know, so of course it's, it's hard not to be influenced by amazing women and vocalists like that, just powerhouses. Um, then, you know, I was in probably sixth or seventh grade when Carrie Underwood won American Idol and I was obsessed with her. So, when she won and she put out her first album, I memorized the entire thing. I honestly, I, I could like go on a game show of like recite every word to every single one of Carrie Underwood's songs and you win a million dollars. I'm pretty sure I would win. Um, (laughs) No, but I just was obsessed with her and every single album she would put out just like the challenge of the vocals in her songs. You know, like I said, I didn't ever consider myself a performer or a singer, but I would sing her songs in my car to myself. And I think doing that over and over just for fun and no pressure, like kind of shaped my vocals now. Cause that's 
what I started doing. And that's when I started singing just in my car by myself. So she vocally is probably my biggest influence, but you know, you'll hear this as new music starts coming out. Um, I also kind of lean a little bit towards like the heavier rock side of country. So like people like Jason Aldean, um, you know, I love his music as well. And um, a newer artist that I'm loving that I'm, you know, is really giving me some inspiration for that rock sound is Hardy. Um, I'm, I'm loving him. So yeah. So a lot of country, a little bit of classic rock here and there, you know, every once in a while, my mom would put on like Def Leppard. So just, I got a ton of that, like really like powerhouse, you know, type of song. So I guess that, you know, I'm trying to do the same now. So that's very cool. I love that. So is there one particular Carrie Underwood song that re- you really just love? Or is it you, you just can't, that, you know? Oh, gosh. That's hard. Um, you You just can't beat before he cheats. Like, she, her first true single was Jesus Take the Wheel. Yeah. And then her second single was before he cheats. And I love the contrast <laughs> two singles, like yeah. the Jesus song. And then the, I'm going to like kill you. If you <laughs> kind of song, it's like, Oh wow. I, I love that contrast. I love that she can do both, but that song is so iconic. Um, it's just that, yeah, that's just a classic, the power and the sassiness of that song. Like yeah. I, I strive to, make and write songs that can stand the test of time like that one has so that's awesome I love that song yeah. <laughs> but she's, she's got so many amazing songs mm-hmm. out there um, every yeah. single one I mean I don't know how she does it yeah. she's just there she's on point yes but uh, yeah no, she is absolutely amazing I have to say perfect okay we didn't mention this, but we do have. You're <laughs> <laughs> panicking. Oh my god! Um, we have a quick fire question part. Okay. Okay. Now these so, are dead easy. They're just so we get to know you a little bit better. Um, some are quick fire. Some need a little bit more thinking, but they're just fun. Ready. Okay. Okay. So early bird or night owl? Early bird. Uh, what sitcom family would you be a member of? Oh my gosh. Do you know the show Everybody Loves Raymond? Mm. <laughs> yes, that that one. <laughs> dysfunction. Complete dysfunction. I used to watch that all the time as a kid. I still watch it now a little bit, but that was like always on TV when I was a kid. That was like the first thing that popped in my head. So yeah. That would be very cool. <laughs> So, if we had a look on your iPod, um, iPods, phone, computer, what guilty pleasure music would we find? What would be hidden away? Rap. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I might not look like it, but I do love to partake in some heavy rap music every once in a while, especially like when I'm working out. It really pumps me up. Yeah. And not saying that I'm like, I could sing or rap all of the words and never ever in life will you hear me rap in a public setting, but <laughs> I do 
feel really cool when I listen to it, at least. So, definitely. Yeah. That could be a crazy women country challenge. Who can we? Yeah. <laughs> we get some female country artists on and see who we yeah. get to. Yeah, I know for a fact it's not me. <laughs> that'd be fun though that'd be fun yeah we'll sign you up anyway there'll be a we'll have like 10 artists and you know best rapper wins i don't know what but we'll figure it out a t-shirt, a t-shirt. there we go <laughs> okay um so what is the weirdest funniest sweetest thing a fan has ever done for you okay weirdest i can immediately think of um someone once paid me 40 dollars to give them the shirt that i was wearing on stage now let me back up i had another shirt so i like went and changed and then gave them the shirt but like it was nothing special it wasn't a special shirt it was just like kind of a plain tank top but someone after a show came up to me and was like I'll pay you $40 if you just give me your shirt. And I was like, okay, I mean, sure. I'm pretty sure I didn't even pay $40 for it. So take it. And I was like, it was all sweaty and stuff too. Weird. But that's, that's definitely um, the weirdest. I'm trying to think of like something sweet. I mean, people do sweet stuff all the time. I, Mm. I, I remember, well, I'm sure there's so many more, but recently I played uh, kind of a hometown show and, um, you know, I clearly, I'm not a famous person, but this like 13 year old girl was just starstruck by me for whatever reason and just couldn't believe that I actually like came out off of the stage into the audience area. Like I was just hanging out and she was just like could barely speak and wanted a picture and I'm just like I'm like yes I'm a normal person like I'm not a famous person but I appreciate you treating me like one (laughs) so I thought I just thought that was how she just loved the show so much and just couldn't believe that I was gonna come talk to her and um yeah so I love like when young girls come to the show and come up and get pictures afterwards. Cause you know, that's like something that's super important to me is to be like a role model. So I, you know, I, that's always my favorite thing is like the young teenage girls getting to talk with them after shows. So. Yeah. That's very cool. I love that. I'm love sure. That. She really loved that too. Mm-hmm. I hope so. You do know, you've probably got some super fan out there with your t-shirt trying to clone you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah again weird but <laughs> i made 40 bucks so i was like i was okay with it it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i'd probably do that too 40 bucks sure here you go <laughs> yeah. um okay um boots or heels what do you like to wear boots boots i can get that what's your favorite drink uh, I'm addicted to Dr. Pepper. Like, honestly addicted. I, it's, it's, I, I'm really into health and fitness and everything. And Dr. Pepper is like the one thing that I will never stop. Like, it just makes me happy. So. You can't give up yeah. what makes you happy. I haven't, le- I haven't. 
<laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> I, I don't think I've, I've, I must admit, I don't think I've seen Dr. Pepper in Spain. That's not fair, actually. That's a look for that. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Well, I have two that I constantly, every time they happen, I think this is my favorite holiday. And then I think, no, this is my favorite holiday. It's like a toss up with me between Christmas and 4th of July. I, and I might lean a little bit more toward 4th of July. I'm just a summer girl. Like I, I love every good memories from childhood. My parents would have huge parties with big fireworks shows and my dad would just so um I just have I think my internet was kind of yeah cut out a little bit hear me or not yes we can still hear you sorry I just got new internet it's supposed to be really fast but anyway yeah I would probably have to go with fourth of July just so much nostalgia behind that holiday for me so yeah that sounds like perfect and of course you've got the best weather as well um, what's your favorite animal? I probably have to say dogs. Dog. Um, I'm a major dog person. Like, it doesn't even matter what kind. If like I'm the person that if you have a dog at your house, I'm going to be on the floor like yeah. playing with the dog, not paying attention to anyone else. So <laughs> definitely a huge dog person. I have two. I love that. Yeah, ignore the humans. Love the dog. Yeah, best company. Yes. Best company. <laughs> My dog says you're welcome to come over anytime to visit them. <laughs> yes. Yes. What kind of dogs do you have? Uh, Chihuahuas mainly. Um, two are Chihuahua blends but yeah they're all six or chihuahuas i have i have to grab six <laughs> yes ma'am six six yeah you say six yes oh six. my gosh here i, I <laughs> hope you're my little guy now <laughs> hi bud say hi oh this is rocky he is um i've had him i got him for my 17th birthday actually so he is 11 years old. <laughs> oh, he's gorgeous. Oh, yes. Hello, baby. Oh. He's like, um, I literally just, he was in a dead sleep and I just picked him up. So he's like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Mom. I was sleeping. What'd you wake me up for? Yeah. There's okay. no food. This is not important. <laughs> or treats. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, Donna's got six. I've got three. Did have four, but I've got three now. So uh, yeah, wow. And I thought two was a lot. I know <laughs> that's a dog I'm, party. <laughs> well, yeah, one you of know. mine be a little hard to handle sometimes, so it feels like more. But <laughs> they all have their moments, don't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Yes, two of mine got green today, and they come home from the green was like. They were psychos running around the house like a complete dude. Yeah, why? I don't know why that is a thing. My dog is the same way. I, I don't know if they just feel lighter or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's so funny, yeah. so funny. And my little one come in, jumped on my lap, gave me all these big kisses, and I was like, <laughs> and then walked off and come back in. I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> you have to love them. <laughs> but yeah, they're kind of psycho sometimes. Yeah. Um, okay, if you could add somebody to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Okay, well, this is embarrassing because I'm not even sure I could name everybody on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Don't worry, there'll be a Mount Rushmore episode coming up when I'm visiting South Dakota this year, so it's all yeah. good. You know, I've, it's funny, I've never been to Mount Rushmore. Um, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. I should know more about history of my own country. Um, okay. I was not alive. He's surely not on Mount Rushmore. I, I was not alive when he was. Wait, do I have to pick a president? No, you can pick no, anyone. Not anybody. Oh, like I oh, pick Dolly Parton every time because it's Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh, you can pick anybody. I was like, uh, <laughs> haven't been alive for that many, so. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is so easy then. Well, and then you said Dolly Parton. Honestly, I'm not to go with Reba McIntyre. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, no explanation, no explanation needed. No. No. Reba's just amazing. That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first concert you ever went to? It was, so this is so funny. My parents took me to a concert when I was, I don't know. I, I had to have been in like, I was little, I was probably in only like first or second grade maybe. And it was Toby Keith and Rascal Flats was opening for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like way, I mean, it was before they were even huge, I guess. I mean, they were opening, but yeah, that was my first concert. And I don't remember much, but I just remember I was there. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Toby Keith and Russell Flats. That's quite cool. Yeah. So, what's your favorite color? Blue. I wear a lot of blue, and yeah, I think it's like I don't know. It's I feel like I have blue eyes, and I have a like lighter hair. I feel like blue just kind of goes with that kind of you know look. So I, I feel like I'm too pale and I'm wearing black today, but I'm too pale to wear any like really eclectic colors, like yellow or orange. Like it just does not look good on me. So I stick with classic blue stuff most of the time. I love that. Perfect. So what's the best thing since sliced bread? Oh man. <laughs> Dr. Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer. <laughs> yes. That's the great answer. Um, you know, hmm, this is an interesting question. I don't know. There's lots. I could say a lot of things. Um, maybe in reference to my last statement, I was just talking about how pale my skin is. Maybe it, self tanner spray tan because I cannot tan in the sun. So thank God we have fake tan so I can, you know, <laughs> not look like a ghost all the time <laughs> on stage, you know, so self tanner. That's, that's not a great, 
my answer for today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check back tomorrow for another answer. No. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's So if you could talk to anyone, alive or dead, who would it be and what would you want to talk about? Oh my goodness. These are good questions. Oh. I'm trying to think if I should say like a famous person or a family member. Whoever you want. That's a hard one. You know, this is kind of sad and depressing, but I mean, this is the first thought that came to my mind. So I'm going to say it, but my aunt, um, my dad's older sister died in a car accident a few years ago and pretty much instantly. And no one got to really say, their goodbyes and everything and um weirdly and we're a very close family but I I'm not a talk on the phone type of person especially with her like I you know it's just not something that would normally happen like we're very we're close and like when we would see each other you know we'd talk for hours but weirdly before she died, she called me one night for no reason. And we talked on the phone for three hours. And I've always wanted to ask her, why did you call me that night? Like there was no reason, you know, and I, you know, weird stuff like that happens all the time and it, it always means something. And so I've, I've never forgotten that because I never talk on the phone. And then her and I just had this out of the blue random three hour phone conversation and a little while later she passed away and I wanted to, I just want to ask her like did you know something that I didn't like hmm so but I would you know I would love to have a conversation with her again um, you know it definitely taught me that you got to say what you need to say before yeah you don't have a chance anymore but yeah absolutely it's a beautiful choice, too. You never know what's going to happen. No, you do not. So if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? Well, before I was doing music, so I went to college for business and got a business degree, mm-hmm. and I went into real estate, and <clears throat> I, my family and I actually had a house flipping business that, that was pretty much what I was doing before music took over my world. So I'd probably go back to that. Although I do have this dream and I can still do this one day. I have this dream of owning a wedding venue. So one day that's definitely, that's definitely a goal of mine. So I don't know if I, if I fail miserably at music in the near future, I may just start on that dream a little earlier. (laughs) Awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to fail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. I, I'm, I'm excited. I've got a lot of stuff coming this year that I think will not allow me to fail. I, I mm-hmm. believe. So I'm That's what we like to hear. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in failure is not the, the ultimate end goal. It teaches you something and maybe it teaches you to do something differently or whatever it is, but it teaches you a lesson. So, yeah, I mean, it's only your choice if you want to completely fail. Like the only way you can really truly fail is just giving up and quitting. I mean, then that's that, but yeah, I've, I've definitely learned in this business 
things are not always going to go your way. That doesn't mean it's over. You just have to find a different way. And, you know, I've, I've kept chugging along and it's, you know, it does eventually pay off, even though sometimes you can be down in the valley and it really doesn't feel like you're ever going to get back up to the top, but you just got to keep going even on the bad days. So. Oh yes. Yes. You can do it. So if you could be a Disney character, what character would you be? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Pocahontas. I was obsessed with Pocahontas as a child. I just think she's really cool. Again, it's like this, the independent woman thing to me, mm-hmm. I think like she like, I mean, lived back in the times where you had to like hunt and fish for your food and stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I thought that was cool, but um, you know, strong independent woman, Pocahontas for sure. And she talks to trees. It's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. The nature, <laughs> the nature yeah. thing or I, I really connected to as a child. I was like, kind of like that too. I was like a, like a, I was outside. I would be outside. I would sleep outside probably if my mom would have let me. So. That's awesome. So what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, This is so weird. Um, Bubble gum ice cream and they, no one has it anymore. Baskin Robbins. When I was a kid, they had bubble gum ice cream and my dad would take me, like every Wednesday night after we did like Wednesday night church, he would take me and get some bubblegum ice cream, which everyone I tell that to, they think it's disgusting. I don't know. I love it, but no one has it anymore. I, it probably doesn't do very well sales wise. So uh, it's been many, many years since I've had that. But other than that, I'm not a huge ice cream person. I like, if I, if there was, you know, a bunch of ice cream flavors in front of me and there wasn't bubble gum, I'd probably just go with vanilla because I'm just pretty plain like that, but. Well, it's okay because I think Canada has bubble gum ice cream because we know someone else that's totally obsessed with mm. bubble gum ice cream too. A couple or two. Yeah. 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 So we can, we can all go to Canada for bubble gum ice cream, I think. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I literally want to go to Canada just to get the bubble gum ice cream. I mean, that's, it's been so many years. I, I'm, I've just been craving it. So we need to speak to Paige. We can get it <laughs> yeah. shipped out of the country to you. <laughs> yeah, Paige, can you ship some ice yes. cream for us? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes, I'll ship yeah, it out of the country for that. us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so, great. Uh, what is your favorite snack? I'm a big like fruit snack girl like you know like fruit gummies fruit leather fruit fruit snacks all that kind of thing I uh I I love fruit in general so probably that that's probably what I snack on the most fruit rocks yeah so hypothetically if I told you I need to hide a body do you know a good place um, my house, I live on 300 acres. Okay. Seriously. I live on 300 acres in the middle of nowhere, basically. And most of our neighbors are Amish and they don't have cell phones or TVs, cameras, 
nothing. So this sounds bad. I've never done this. <laughs> but I could literally in my backyard and no one would ever know. Or also we actually on our property, my parents also live on, we kind of have a family compound thing going on. My parents live on the, on the property as well. And there's actually an old cemetery and there's like 10 graves in it or something. And it's from like the 1800s. I mean, I could, I could bury a body in there and no one would ever know the difference. (laughs) That's the best. I think this is the best answer so far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> you can still see me. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Did, okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Saying my internet. Oh. Hmm. Well, so far so good. We can still see and hear yeah, you. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was just. I guess the place are tapping into. Oh, wait. Hold on. What happened there? My almost went out too. I'm like everything went down off my screen. It must be, it, see, it must have been the hiding the body thing. I wish I had to talk about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like. Into, I'm, into, into right now. I'm, I'm safe. <laughs> uh, Let me see if I, Oh, there. Now it's better. Let me turn okay. it off. Turn the Wi Fi off from my phone and maybe it'll be stronger. There we go. Look at that. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It was just good timing for everything to go glitchy. <laughs> yeah. You start talking about dead bodies. Oh, so, in addition to dead bodies, <laughs> what would be a good theme song for your life? Whoa, a good theme song for my life? I mean, the one that popped up into my head first is she's country by Jason Aldean. Cause I love Jason Aldean. And like I said, I have lived on a farm basically my entire life. So I guess that would be a good one. That's cool. That's a great one. So tell our audience what album artist, even a couple songs that they should listen to before they die. Well, of course, I would say Carrie Underwood, except that probably most people will have listened to her before they die. So I'm going to go with someone a little less famous. Um, hmm. Let me think for a second, because there's, there's a lot of good ones. Um... it is when you don't pick your obvious choice it is i know it's like yeah you know clearly everyone's probably going to listen to a carrie underwood album at some point in their life but um so what's one album you own that if we came over right now you'd be like you have to listen to this well i was about to say again he's pretty much there where he's so famous everyone's gonna listen to him but um like my newest obsession has been hardy mm-hmm. and you know it's not like well there's there's one of the songs on his album 
um, his newest album called Give Heaven Some Hell. I just think that song is so clever and so powerful. Um, But, you know, so it's not, it's not like all of his songs are just super, super impactful and like inspirational, but he just is so unique. Mm -hmm. And his voice, I always like to say about him, the, the reason I love him is because if you took his voice out of his music, his, most of his songs would sound like borderline heavy metal music, but then he's like from Mississippi and you put his voice on top of that and it's super country somehow. Mm-hmm. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I just think it's awesome. So I'm going to have to say Hardy's most recent album, although I'm ready to see what else he's going to come out with too. Ooh, okay. Got one. Um, I don't know that he's come out with a full album or anything yet, but my other new obsession is a guy named Cameron Marlowe. Mm. He's going to be big. I'm telling you what, this guy, his voice is just insane. Um, and he does this really cool cover of Folsom Prison, Prison Blues by Johnny Cash that just will blow you out of the water. Anyway, Cameron Marlowe for sure and Hardy. Okay. Good picks. <laughs> and I, I love Hardy's unique writing lyrically. Uh, that's from, yeah. from a lyricist perspective. I'm like, that is just awesome. So clever. Cool. Perfect. Okay. Who is your favorite CWC host? <laughs> what? Is this, this can't be a serious question. It's a totally serious question. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the oh what was i what was i trying to choose between earlier oh fourth of july and christmas <laughs> you can't pick one you can't pick one you can't well, blame if you brought one of the chihuahuas up on camera maybe but don't you'll get to see all of them i promise <laughs> <laughs> I bring in, I would say I'd bring in my scruffy dogs, but my scruffy dogs have now been tidied up, so they're not. Yeah, so. whoever brings their dog on camera, that's who I'm going to choose. <laughs> <laughs> my door shut, I can't even let him in. <laughs> uh, okay, so tell us, what does the rest of 2021 have in store for you? Well, a lot. Um, you know, 2020 was very different for musicians. I mean, different for everybody, but in my world, you know, it's like I couldn't play any shows. So I had a lot of time to write new music, which I did. And so I'm putting out music consistently over the next, you know, over the next year, (laughs) I've got it all done and recorded already. So, um, new, a lot of new music, new music videos. Um, I'm starting to book shows like crazy. So I'm going to be out and playing live shows, which I am just so excited about. And um, I mean, you never know what door is going to open, but that's my plan right now is I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the, the thing I'm getting out there. I'm playing, I'm putting out my music and that's all I've ever wanted to do. And I'm just, I'm really excited about, it's like, everything's planned, you know, and we've got, Oh, this song will be next. Then that song, then that song. And it's like, ah, I I, like, I just want to get them all out right now. So, but first one starting June 18th. So. 
That'd be cool. That'd be We're nice. looking forward to it. Make sure you check out all of Chelsea's social media accounts, website addresses, everything else. They will be in the um, notes below. So make sure you check them all out. And sign up. Thank you, Chelsea, for joining us today. Yes. yes thank, this was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, yes. I, I would love to come back. It's about, like maybe next single that comes out, I'll come back and we can talk about that one. Yeah. Wonderful. That would be yeah. awesome. Yes. Come back yes. and talk about that. That'd Absolutely. So, oh. uh, yeah. but thank you so much. This has been cool. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. No thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.